Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos, and this is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community, where we focus on Magic Arena. Well, everyone, this week I don't have a guest, but I do have a deck tech for you. I'm going to talk about building the Kahira Brawl deck. Now, to see the video version of the podcast, head on over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos, and the video will be available for you for free on Monday, May 25th. For the moment, enjoy the audio version of the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Patreon and YouTube and all those good places to be alerted to when the video drops. In the meantime, let's listen to creating the deck. All right, so I've got Magic Arena pulled up, but obviously you can construct this deck in real life. But the number one way that everyone's playing at the moment is Arena. So let's check this deck out. So the Brawlmander is Kahira, the Orphan Guard. Three mana, two of which is in Selesnya hybrid colors. You get a 3-2 Vigilant Legendary Cat Beast. To Companion, and this is not a Companion... It cannot be a companion and the commander of the deck. But if you were going to companion, each creature card in your starting deck is a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast card. So if you want to put some other Selesnia commander at the top and then Kahira as the companion slot, that's doable as well. What you get is that each other creature you control, that's a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast, gets plus one and has vigilance. So Kahira has vigilance. It gives the other cats vigilance. It also gives them plus one. There's going to be a cool combo that you're going to see here with that vigilance. Looking at the creatures, we've got Charmed Stray. This is the one, one for one that's got lifelink. Lifelink or life gain is a part of this deck. Uh, We're going to have a certain planeswalker appear that if you have a certain amount of life, it will do a board wipe on the opponent. So a little bit of life gain there. Gilded Goose, it's the current in standard Mana Dork turn 1, summon the Goose, makes you a token, tap sacrifice the food token, and then you get get more, you, you get a little bit of mana acceleration, then it can make more food later. So it's not a completely 100% cat deck. I do need to get a little ramp in here. And the ramp is often coming from Mana Dorks that are honorary cats. So I'm going to try to keep my cats away from this goose, even though it looks really tasty. Uh, but this is a turn one mana dork to play. A Johnny's Pride Mate, a turn one charm stray with lifelink, wouldn't be complete without a turn two a Johnny's Pride Mate, where you've got a 3-3 already ready to attack. So this is the classic uh, two mana for a 2-2, which then gets plus one uh, counters as you gain life. Main Serval, this is a 1-4 for two. It's got Vigilance. Again, Vigilance is going to play an important role, as we will soon see here, but very good blocker for this cat. Love the art. Savannah Sage. Two mana for a 2-2. When you summon it, you gain two life. Once again, comboing with the Pride Mate. This is is old hat. People know this combo already, but I'm going to show you some other ones as the deck goes on here. Humble Naturalist. It's a 1-3 for two mana. Mana Dork. Tap it to give you one mana of any color, but only for creatures. There's plenty of creatures in this deck, so uh, get on in here, humble naturalist. Help me summoning my creatures. Elysian Caryatid. Two mana for a 1-1. Tap it to add uh, one mana of any color. If you control a creature with power four or greater, you add two instead. There's a few big creatures in here, so you could be tapping for two mana if you'd like. 
So again, we've got a, a lot of ramp coming in on the one and two drops. This is one of the staples of Commander and Brawl, that you want to get fast mana. Turn one, turn two, you need mana accelerators to do the good stuff, to bring out all of these big things faster than your opponent, and to be able to recast your Commander multiple times with that Commander tax. Paradise Druid, classic, two mana for a 2-1, tap it to add one mana of any color. It's got hexproof as long as it's untapped, so another honorary cat. Season of Growth, two mana, so if you can get this right away on turn two, this is amazing. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, scry one. And whenever you cast a spell that targets your own creature, draw a card. So at the very least, you're going to be scrying perfectly if you can get this on turn two. And you're going to be summoning a lot of creatures and then seeing your subsequent draws to really get into the right position against your opponent. Bronze Hide Lion, uh, two mana, one green, one white for a 3-3. Three, three. So two mana for a 3-3. Three, three. You then pay one green, one white to give it indestructible until end of turn, so board wipes are nothing. Murder is nothing. If it were to die, however, it becomes an aura that attaches to another creature on the battlefield, which then you give that creature the ability to pay two mana to get indestructible. So that'd be kind of interesting. The The power of itself goes over to another creature to protect. Arcane Signet, the best mana rock in the format. Auto-include, basically, turn to mana acceleration. This is the big secret. Once again, everyone can learn the secret. But this is the big secret of Commander and Brawl. The faster you get out the mana compared to your opponent, the more you're going to get closer to winning. So turn to Arcane Signet, then it gives you a mana rock where on your next turn you're already ahead of your opponent. Card draw is also important against your opponent. So for two mana, draw a card. Cool. Or tap it, sacrifice it to get a mana of any color. Or pay two, tap it, sacrifice it, gain three life. Very utilitarian. But the main thing that I like is just for two mana, you get a you get a card. So this it's an artifact that can slot into any deck. Let's talk a little removal here. Banishing Light, three mana, enchantment. When it enters, exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls until this leaves the battlefield. Just wipe out all their all of your opponent's amazing enchantments, creatures, planeswalkers, sagas, etc. It works really well. Three mana. Citywide bust. If your opponent is playing a really big board with a lot of big creatures, three mana sorcery, destroy all the big ones. With toughness of four or greater, your creatures are a little bit smaller, so they shouldn't be affected by the citywide bus. We've got another board wipe coming up here just in case, but it doesn't hurt to have a, a, a reset button or two, especially when the board gets crazy. Exposed to daylight. There's going to be a lot of enchantments or artifacts that are running around in Brawl. Wipe out your opponent's mana rocks, plus giving you a scry instantly for three mana with Exposed to Daylight. Some more removal. Let's say your opponent's bringing a lot of Planeswalkers to the fight. Three mana to exile that Planeswalker or a creature, plus then you get Scry. Generous Stray, one of the many cats in the deck. This is a 1-2 for three mana that also gives you a card. So if you've got Kahira out, this is actually a 2-3, and it's Vigilant, and it draws you a card. Love it. Let's move to the mana rocks in, in the three drop slot. We've got Selesnya Locket. Three mana to give you a mana rock that taps for green or white. Later on, if you don't need the mana anymore, you pay four of any of your Selesnya mana, sacrifice this, and you draw two cards. Later on, you're going to need more cards than mana, perhaps, so the locket doubles for that to make you mana or to give you card draw. 
Chromatic Lantern. This gives you one mana of any color, or makes all of your mana produce any color that you want. So you'll have no trouble creating the color of mana that you need. And then we've got the Mana Geode. Three mana for a mana rock that gives you a color, anyone that you want, plus a scry when it enters a battlefield. We've got some scry going on, we've got some card draw. You want to stay ahead of your opponent in two ways. Getting mana faster than them, so turn two, Signet or the turn three other mana rocks here. Plus you want to draw more cards than your opponent, but the right cards. So we've got the Scry with the Season of Growth and the Mana Geode and other things. Here's our first Planeswalker, Ajani, Strength of the Pride. Four mana, two of which is white. You get a five loyalty Ajani. Plus one, you gain life equal to the number of creatures you control, plus the number of Planeswalkers. So once you've got creatures on the battlefield, you're gonna start gaining life. At the very least one, if the board is clear and you've only got a Johnny. Minus two, create an Ajani's Pride Mate, which is the same as the one that you can cast. So here you you, you're able to create two of them with that five loyalty. Then you're able to gain life and make it bigger. Zero, if you have at least 15 more life than your starting total, so let's see, 25 plus 15, 40. If you have at least 40 life, exile a Johnny plus each artifact and creature your opponents control. So an asymmetrical board wipe if you've got 40 life. You should be able to get to that. I've built up a lot of life in this deck from a lot of things going on. So paying four to then pay zero to board wipe them, their mana rocks and their creatures, amazing. Conclave Tribunal, the four casting cost exile anything the opponent has, which you can convoke. So you can tap your creatures to help you pay for this. This might even be completely free to cast. And even if your creatures have summoning sickness, you can still tap them to use the tribunal because the tribunal is having you tap them, not that the creatures themselves have to be unsummon-sicked. That's not a word. Cub Warden. Now, the original art I don't love. I think I, I call the original art Ugly Cat. I just don't like that cat. But I love the alternate art one here. This is amazing. Uh, three mana to get a 3-5 with lifelink. Or if you mutate it for four mana, two of which is white, so mutate this on top of or below one of your weaker creatures, put it on your 1-1 one, one creature and suddenly you've got a 3-5. And what you get out of mutation is you create two more 1-1 one, one cats. With Kahira out, those 1-1s one, are 2-2s. Two with Kahira out, this Cub Warden is a 4-6 with lifelink and vigilance. One of the things that really oppresses my opponent is that most of my creatures are going to have vigilance. They're, I'm going to go with a huge swing of cats, and they're just going to let it go through because they don't want to lose their stuff, and they'll hit me back. But then almost everything's a beast or a cat, etc. And so then, therefore, they've got vigilance. The other mutating creature is the Huntmaster Liger. I've got the version here, King Caesar, Ancient Guardian. Honestly, I don't love the art on this one, but you know, having the Godzilla art is kind of cool. I like the original art a little bit better. I'll probably switch it to the original art where it's more cat-like, because after all, this is creature cat, and I didn't know King Caesar was a cat. I thought it was some sort of monkey thing or something. Anyway, it's a 3-4 four for four mana. Or you can pay three mana to mutate it onto some other non-human creature, and you give all your creatures plus x plus x, which is the number of times it's mutated. At the very least, you're going to give everything plus one. So with Kahira out, everything's got vigilance, you mutate this onto your the 1-1, one, one. perhaps that was created out of the Cub Warden, that 1-1 one, one is now a 3-4, actually a 4-5 because of Kahira, everything's got vigilance, you're attacking with a plus one on everything, you're overrunning the opponent with cats. If things aren't going your way, 
shatter the sky, four mana, destroy all creatures. If you've got a big creature, it draws you a card. Smothering Tithe, I love this one. You should be able to get to it definitely on turn four. Probably on turn three if you've got a little mana acceleration. Four mana that every time the opponent draws a card, they must pay two, or they may pay two. And if they don't, you get a treasure. You're going to accelerate with so much mana with this. I was playing games with I had so much mana compared to my opponent, and they kept killing my, my commander, and the commander tax added up to like 10 more mana, but I had Smothering Tithe, and it was no problem. And those meddlesome mages that just love to draw cards, yeah, go ahead and draw your cards. I just get so much mana off of you. Guardian Project, another turn four enchantment. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if it doesn't have the same name as another creature you control, draw a card. So this is a singleton format. Everything that you're going to play has, an, has a unique name. So this is just automatic card draw. And I've had so many games where Season of Growth plus Guardian Project lets me first scry and then draw the perfect card. Love it. Another Planeswalker, the other Planeswalker, Ajani, the Great Hearted, four mana, one green, one white. Uh, you get a five loyalty Planeswalker, and then it adds it adds vigilance to your creatures. So even your non-cat beast creatures now have vigilance. Plus one, you gain three life. Minus two, put a one-one counter on all your creatures, plus a loyalty on other Planeswalkers. So more of that amazing overrun effect. And that's a permanent plus one. Frondland Felidar. Four mana, three five with vigilance. Creatures you control with vigilance have one and tap, tap target creature. This is the combo. Kahira plus the Felidar plus a little bit of mana let you tap your opponent's creatures. And I've done it so that I'm attacking with vigilant creatures, respond to myself to then tap their blockers and go in for the kill. So remember, you can do that, responding to your own attack declarations. God Eternal Oketra doesn't say they didn't have enough space here. It should have said legendary creature cat zombie god, because obviously Oketra is the cat god of Amonket. Five mana, three six, double strike. If this goes through, it does six damage. Too bad Kahira isn't giving it the buff. But if you have this, and then you bring out a Johnny, okay, now it's going to be a 4-7, which is going to do 8 damage double strike. Whenever you cast a creature spell, create a 4-4 black zombie warrior creature token with vigilance. So more vigilance action going on. And when it dies, you can return it back third from the top of the library. With your scry and extra card draws abilities going on, you're going to get uh, uh, Oketra back so fast, make more zombies really overrun your opponent. Patagia Tiger, it's a 5-mana 3-4 with flying, and it'll give a plus 2 to another human that you have on the battlefield. So we have your mana dork there, that'll get plus 2 for a moment, but besides that you get a 3-4 flyer, so a little bit of evasion there, and it could be a 4-5 if you've got Kahira out. Keeper of Fables, look at that green cat. 5-mana 4-5, whenever one or more non-human creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, draw a card. So you send in your non-humans, everything is basically a non-human, it's going to draw you more cards. More card is more good. Prophet of the Peak, uh, this is an artifact cat. 6-mana for a 5-5, five, five, scry 2. Most likely a 6-6 six, six with Kahira out. Plus, it's got Vigilance. Plus, we've got the Frondland Felidar combo. Love this cat. Love that scry. That's the final creature. The mana base is pretty simple. 12 planes, of course, going for the amazing Unsanctioned Lands. 
12 forests, one blossoming sands to gain you life in case you've got a Johnny's Pride Mate art, and a temple garden as a shock land. We also have the scry land in Selesnia colors that you can add here. You can add other utilitarian lands like like Field of Ruin and Maze of Scophos, etc. I leave it up to you to decide, but I've never had any problems with just plain old planes in a couple of these dual lands. So that was the deck tech. Once again, if this sounds pretty amazing, check out the video version, patreon.com slash vmcampos. It will be available on Monday, May 25th. In the meantime, you can listen to the audio version. You can go back in the archives and listen to previous episodes where I talk to guests all about their histories in magic, strategies, and so forth. This week, it's just you and me, listener, and we're talking cats. Kahira Brawl Deck Tech. This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you in the arena.